Welcome to SickCast, brought to you by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path. Reflecting, sharing, caring. By now, no one needs to tell anyone about the impact of this pandemic we are all facing with the coronavirus. There seems to be a lot of fear, anxiety, and confusion amongst many other things. Social distancing and the rapid changes that are taking place are making our daily lives difficult. At times, such as these, one needs to go back to their faith traditions to gain perspective and learnings. The wisdom from the teachings will provide guidance on what we need to do with our feelings, our fears, our inconveniences, our reduced option for social connections. Yesterday, I read a sentence that made me pause. Any pain that is not transformed is always transmitted. It was sobering. It made me wonder if this fear and loneliness could be a worse contagion that we are spreading unwittingly. It is more than okay to have feelings and to honor them. However, we just need to make sure that the feelings don't have us and drown us. I am not aware of any flu shot for feelings that is available just yet. Feelings of fear and confusion are part of the human condition. It is what we do with our feelings that can change things. We, as a community, are connected with a genuine bond that is rooted in Shabbat that social distancing cannot break. No hardship, no fear, no disease can ever stop us from experiencing Guru. Are we brave enough to allow Shabbat to enter us, to chisel us, and hopefully to transform us by this Vesakhi. Hi, my name is Sean, and I'm the content producer here at the Sick Research Institute. That piece that you just heard, uh, we realize is a little different to what you normally hear at the SickCast. So I'm here with Inicore right now to ask her sort of, what was your intention with it? So Inny, could you please describe to us um, what was it that you were wanting to get across in this piece? I wrote it this morning because as I was reflecting, we are entering into Vesaki. Vesaki is on the 14th of April. And basically, you know, it's going to be a different Vesaki. It's going to be like an e-Vesaki. So there was a there was part of me missing the the Sangat element, the community element, but also there was a lot of gratitude. Um, and I acknowledged, you know, the the fear that is right now with all of us. So it was a combination of all these thoughts that were floating in my head that I thought, let me see what flows. And 
this is what flowed through me. And I felt it was important that, you know, we have an opportunity of reflecting on Shabbat for 13 days before we come to Vesaki. I mean, reflecting on Shabbat is always wonderful. But if we make it a practice just for these 13 days to take a bit of time out from our daily lives and reflect on maybe even just a line or maybe just even a word and see if that can transform us in any way. Because, you know, Shabbat has the power to transform. And for 13 days, let's see if we can, if Shabbat, if we allow Shabbat to enter us and transform us. That was, um, that was really what was in my head because for the next 13 days, you know, I have set aside an hour to reflect and do some part of uh, transcreation with a particular Shabbat. So that's my, that's going to be my practice for the next 13 days. And I just wanted to share that. So I can see that you're going to intensely sort of dive into each one of these um, Shabbats. And, you know, I think I'm just wondering what what's going to be going through your mind during that? You know, when I'm translating, so it's actually each word that I delve into and then the way the word is constructed and the way the sentence is constructed. So you're constantly actually thinking about the Shabbat and then, believe it or not, it enters you in a way that you begin to hear it within. And that's where the, when the transformation takes place. So any action or any thought that you are having, the Shabbat, cushions it, or the Shabbat actually acts as a protection. That's not the thought that you need to have. You're going down a path which is not good for you. So Shabbat to me, for me, is transformation. Shabbat is guide. Shabbat is, for that one hour, I am so absorbed that nothing touches me. And that feeling actually carries through the day because I can't wait for the next day and to go back to see, um, you know, what I have, what has flowed through me through for that transcreation process. And more often than not, I say, this is not it because I've had, you know, 10 hours or 12 hours to reflect on just that one line. Mm. And that's how it plays with me. And that's how it transforms me. And that's how it becomes a part of me. Right. I think on the other side, what you mentioned earlier, that this would be sort of a, you know, a quote unquote, Iwasaki this year, you know, with everyone staying home uh, to stay safe. But if there's something that, you know, you could share with our listeners and, and people who are tuning in right now, um, what do you think they should be looking forward to in the next few days as we lead up to Visaki? I think probably for me, it is going to be... Um, a Vesaki where there'll be a lot of self-reflection, a lot of looking within. And for the families where their children are there, you know, my girls are not home, so um, it's quiet time for me. But for parents uh, with children, this is a wonderful time to tell the stories of what transpired during that time and what 
Vesakhi actually means. Yes. And you can also then talk about the gifts of Vesakhi, which Guru bestowed on us, the five Ks, and explain to them that this is these gifts are from a beloved. So do you have that relationship with your beloved? Is Guru your beloved? Because only when the you know we value gifts from ones we love. So you know, if you take the conversation in that way, it would be meaningful. It would also be introducing the children to the ideas that these are not, um, that these are gifts to be worn with love. You know, if that can come through, because right now it's such quality time with the family and everyone is together. So it's a gift of love. And this is the gift you can give to the children this Vesaki, the gift of love, of being with them, of sharing this Vesaki. Because believe it or not, they will remember this Vesaki for many, many years. Right. Well, I think that answers all the questions I had for you. Um, but is there anything that perhaps I didn't ask you and maybe something more about your piece that you wanted to uh, describe to us? You know, it was, this is a very short piece and it was just exactly how I felt. There's a lot of reflection going on right now. I mean, there is, you know, as much as we say that things don't disturb you or you are centered, um, within there is uh, a sadness of what is going on when you see the videos that are coming out, when you hear the news. So there is a sadness. Um, you know, it's a time for gratitude plenty of gratitude, but we are very fortunate. I am very fortunate to be where I am, um, you know, where I am safe. I have the luxury of having enough food in, the, in my home. I have the luxury of being able to go out for a walk. And I, have, and I am extremely blessed, extremely blessed. And I can't say that enough. To be working with an incredible team at Sikri. Because right now, the entire mode at Sikri is one of how can we serve and through Shabbat, through Guru. So to be in an atmosphere when you are, you know, 12 hours, 14 hours with the team, thinking about what can you do and then producing the next things, it really is a blessing. I don't know what else to say. Well, thank you for taking the time to uh, speak with me today and answer my questions. Uh, if anyone wants to see your piece um, and, and sort of really go over the lines, you can head on over to sikri.org and it should be up on there. Uh, till then, thank you very much again, Annie. You're welcome, Sean. You are listening to Sick Cast by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path.